everyone. Welcome to Momsplain, an unfiltered, no bullshit conversation about motherhood. This podcast is a space to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and dive into conversations that all moms think about, but no moms talk about. Let's, Let's go. do it. Oh. Okay, but seriously. <laughs> Let's do Let's this. Go. <laughs> oh, I was delayed on that. That's just Take a, a sip. Ready for ASMR. <sighs> Cheers. We're, uh... Cheers drinking on the job today <laughs> don't put it on the table because it'll hurt their ears so hey friends what up i didn't say we're back until now so. we're back <laughs> um yeah back 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 i mean i know that there's like i had said before i think i had said this to a lot of people when they ask like how do you juggle everything i'm like it's not even that hard um and it's not hard at all but i find that getting here and doing it and having the time even for an hour is just like really difficult um, but once so, we like are doing it, it's really not that difficult. Oh, not at all. And I'm just saying, like it's, um, what I was saying was <laughs> I forgot. I don't really know like, what I was saying. I forgot the thought I was going. I was. Yeah, I don't even know. I just want to like paint a new picture of what today was like to record. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is closet? that? Well, just know like we're bu- we're fucking busy. Like we have a yeah. busy life, and I'm just proud of us for like. Continuous, continuously doing this. Like, what's it? Three weeks now. Even though like, we're not being paid any money. For no, this. no, not whatsoever. Like, we're losing money. <laughs> Honestly, this is more of like a passion thing. Like a, like a little bit. It costs just, us a lot of money to do yeah. this. So we're just doing this. So pay of, us, please. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway. No, so. what I was gonna say was, um, we had to take out probably seven piles of laundry in baskets out of my closet. Yeah. To be able to get in here to film. And our computer's currently sitting on, on a pile of laundry. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a picture for you guys later and, and uh So um it. if you ever feel like your laundry's out of control, it's nowhere near as bad as mine. <laughs> I mean I guess it could be worse. People could have more clothes than you. I don't know if that's even physically possible. Uh, it sure I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Uh anyway. Uh, this actually, this introduction is very fitting for the <laughs> episode true. that we're um, we have intended today because we don't have a specific topic. We people we, like the feedback we've gotten <clears throat> from a lot of people is that they like when we just have a conversation. Yeah, and, and is, when we were originally planning this podcast, that's what we were going to do. We like we have really good conversations in the car. Yeah, we're like that kind of conversation. We always kind of just like snowball into seven hundred different topics, yeah. and we just talk about everything. And I feel like. We're going to just bring you guys along on a Julia and Jordan conversation. And and Jordan took her medication today, so she's less of a bitch to me. (laughs) I forgot to take my medication. I'm on antidepressants for... It's like a... I don't know. It gets an antidepressant, but it treats my postpartum Mm -hmm. anxiety and depression. So um, I forgot to take my my medication for like four days. And I always made fun of Julia. Like, oh my God, Julia, you didn't take your medication. You control yourself. Don't be such a bitch. (laughs) And I never really... I was like, she's just using that as a scapegoat for being an asshole. But really, though, if you don't take your medication, you are an asshole. I can... Yes. Well, and Jordan and I did a long... I won't lie. So this is the first time Jordan's hearing this. So you're going to get her true, honest reaction. Oh boy. Take a sip for this. <laughs> like, I mean, not that I was ever, I've never once since we've started this venture of owning a business together or this podcast, like being scared of anything. But I was like the last week or so, her and I have been at each other's throats and this is real life for you. Like literally. Okay, we're going to have... get down to the gritty then if you're going to, if you're going to tell we're, me that. We're, oh, absolutely. Let's bring it up. I mean, I, let's not bring okay. anyone specific dirty laundry no, 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 in. No, 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 no. Like... I'm going to bring your dirty laundry in. Sure. Go ahead. I, I'm a bitch. You have been <laughs> awful to be around the last 
Two weeks. So have you... Okay, last, like, six days, for you, you've been, like, not so nice. Because I've been so frustrated with your bad attitude. <laughs> is it, or is it... Or is it because you weren't taking your medication? I mean, probably a combination yeah. of both of them. But, like... No, I would say, like, you, the last two weeks, you've probably taken my shit very, very well. It's the last, been, like four or five days where I'm like what is wrong with her and like I said it's just the benchmark thing it's the benchmark thing with Brandon like it's okay for you to be on edge if that was your norm because I'd be like oh yeah I'm used to it like (laughs) me right like I'm I'm on edge a little bit more often than Jordan is but then when she gets on edge quicker and faster than me that's concerning so funny that you bring up the fact that you were a little bit scared to be I use quotations when I say scared to like go into business with me because I've had the same thoughts I'm like god if like if her attitude's like this all the time I am I am not gonna be able to do this and I'm gonna end up being really mean because I'm just gonna be like can you stop being such a fucking grumpy bitch yeah yeah. like I love you but like the last little while you've just been like you just complain about everything and everybody is doing something wrong no matter who you are you're doing something wrong and it was just a little bit exhausting well i i can imagine because why do i feel like that come more comfortable telling you this because <laughs> you know i can't kill you but that's the benefit of our partnership as opposed to other partnerships that like i've seen come and go uh we're sisters so no matter what we're probably going to resolve it it's probably going to go... <laughs> right. And then and that's just something that we've established as a family. Like, we, yeah, we go through our shit we, and we yell at each other. We Julia have, and I could literally be at each other's throats and then five minutes later... Like, guys, like, we've slept with the same guy. So that's just put into perspective. Oh, we really went there. We had... <laughs> yeah, we are semen sisters. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, the shit has happened to us. And it's just... I think what means the most to Jordan and I is family. So, no matter what, we're going to be family. And we'll get through our shit. I think I just need to be better at oh, communicating. Let's, let's, let's therapize us, this right <laughs> no, now. No, because you're really good that's at communicating your feelings, and I think okay, that's because that's, of yeah. years of therapy, where, like, you will say how you're feeling, and maybe that's why I'm so annoyed with you, because you will just say <laughs> yeah. how you're feeling, whereas me, I just internalize it. I'm just like, ugh, like, mm-hmm. ugh, you know, and Julia's such a bitch, and I just <laughs> internalize it, and then I, like, I'm like, if I were to just tell you what's bothering yeah. me about you, then you would either... But you know what? Let's get real deep here. I'm genuinely terrified to tell you anything negative because I don't want you to feel like... You you always use the term burden. Like, I'm a burden on everybody. And I don't want you to feel like that when I tell you anything that you're doing affects me. Well, I mean... Like, I always say that, like, I'm Julia's therapist and Julia's the reason I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she does. She said that more than one time. It's true, though. Well, I, I think it's important that, A, you learn how to speak your mind to anyone. Yeah, I'm really bad at that. Right? And including me. Um, and especially now that we're in business, I think that that is a super fucking important yeah. thing. Um, we need to a, have what's called naked truths. Have you ever heard of that? Can I finish my thoughts? Yeah, first? sorry. I keep interrupting you. <laughs> I, like, really, I, I like, think I forget. Um, no, I was just going to... I think I was going to say that... Um, I think that's exactly what happened this week, though, because I felt something. I knew something was off Mm -hmm. with you, but I kept replaying in my head what you said the other day, where it's like, well, no one checks on Jordan. No one checks on Jordan. And I'm like, I want to check on Jordan, but she's being really mean. And I'm like, if I check on her, is she going to assume that you're like, I think that you're not okay? And am I going to offend you? I mean, it wouldn't hurt for you to think I'm not okay every once in a while. 
And I know that you're not okay. I, I, I know. I'm your big sister. I know that, like, I act like you're my your little sister sometimes, but I am I am your big sister, and I've raised... I shouldn't say I've raised you. I've been with you since you were born, and I know almost everything about you. Yeah. So I know your behaviors, and I know your, like, ebbs and flows, and I can tell. But I'm also not emotionally stable at the point. Well, no, I am. I'm way more than I was through six I years th- ago. I would, and I, I, I think you're you, more emotionally stable than me, even well, though I, I, I come across like I'm more emotionally stable right. than you. And so maybe I just need to start asking you the question, are you okay? Because I, you're right, I absolutely assume that you're fine all the time, because you're just a stronger person than me. On the outside, yeah. But right. my husband would disagree, because he hears all of my Right, and shit. that's fair. And it's been, like, a really long time since you and I have lived together. I mean, we essentially do live together, but And it's been, don't. our relationship over the last... How long have you been married? Like, eight, seven years? Has yeah. been, like, different than it's ever been. Like, better or worse? Both. <laughs> well, that's, no, that's true. I, I, because we're closer I laugh, than we've like, ever been. Yeah. And But it's also, like, I think our relationship is more... Complicated. Yeah, and it's taxing emotionally on me sometimes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, but, like, in, like, in, like, not in a bad way. I'm not, that's not, that sounded really bad. <laughs> no, I'm just meaning, like, like... I you care constantly, a lot. Yes, and yeah. I'm I'm an empath when it comes to like yes. I yeah. take on everybody's emotions. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a dark place, it almost like it doesn't put me in a dark place, but my anxiety is yeah. through the roof. And I don't we haven't talked about your past, but I'm always scared the past is going to repeat itself. Anytime you even you're even like this is your like this is your normal Julia. Anytime you're like here, I'm like oh my god. <laughs> she she literally did like a millimeter down. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I can't like you can't be anywhere but your but, normal self, or yeah. I'm going to think I think that the past is going to repeat itself, and that literally I, I don't even I can't even explain the anxiety that that gives me. We got really deep, really yeah, deep. real fast. It's like nine. Minutes. Wow. I, w- I looked at the clock. It was three minutes, and now it's nine minutes. Um, Anyways, that I want to just... say though, like, as a from a personal standpoint, and I apologize, Brandon, if you're listening to this for the for the first time, and this is the first time you're hearing this. <laughs> I feel like if there was a scale of well, one to ten, and one being where I was seven years ago or six years ago, I'm at like a fifteen. So when I go down, when I go down like two or three notches, that's me being like, my life has been this for for a long time, and now I'm going below my norm, which is way fucking higher than it was. Okay, we need to talk about your past so that people have understand concept. We don't need to talk about it today. I'm just saying, like, in a we'll do it. I think we want to do like a yeah, like a. A Q and A with like so all, people know what we're talking about. When yeah, we say like your interview past. style. Like I'll interview you and then you interview me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean it's fucked up, guys. So <laughs> just a warning. Um, what were we getting at though before when we were? Well, we can know. just go into like what this episode is supposed to be. About. <laughs> and our introduction took eleven minutes. So I mean, we that's kind of what we were gonna do today. We were kind of just gonna have a conversation and take it wherever it goes. Yeah, because that's fun for people, I guess. Um, well, but no, like we've that. just been t- wanting to talk about things. Like, just things that have been bothering us, things that... Which that fit into. Things yeah, absolutely. Things that, like, I don't I just, we just want to talk about, like, life, what's going on in life, how we're feeling about the world. Oh, God. And, don't like, even, I don't want to get started okay, Not the, the world. world. <laughs> but, like, how we're feeling about just, like, the internet, maybe. I don't know. Like, just I think life. that's what we had intended <clears throat> when we, like, planned this five minutes ago. We were, 
I yeah. guess we were like, let's talk about stuff that's bothering us. So now that we got our like relationship out of <laughs> what's bothering us, I think we're good now. If we were huggers, we'd hug right now. <laughs> yeah, but we're really not. I'll like pat you on your knee. <laughs> there we go. We have time. That's uh, as much as we're going to touch each other in the next 10 years. You can only imagine the amount of affection our husbands get. <laughs> Nothing. Um, yeah, no, I guess so, like, you go first. Like, is there anything specific other than that guy's comment? Yeah, that- okay. I, I don't I think it was a woman. Honestly, I think it was. Oh, Baseball God, gal. Even worse. Oh. So I posted this video on TikTok. It went semi-viral um, of, I have this series on my TikTok, like, when dad's in charge of the baby, and the yeah. first video was, like, Brandon dancing to some rap music, and the baby was eating, like, a whole croissant in her high chair, and it was just cute. Yeah. And then the next, this is only the second video, and it was, like, the baby's in the bathtub, and my husband has the phone propped up on the bathtub watching the NHL playoffs, and he's <sighs> bathing the baby. Innocent, adorable. Little does this person know, I literally walked out of the bathroom to take the video. That doesn't fucking matter. Someone commented and was like, um, it's the playoffs for fuck's sakes. Bath the kid yourself and be a decent wife. (laughs) And I mean, I... I, I hope that you give your husband a blowjob every day for the amount of sass that you just gave her. Yeah, but that and, like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, did you ever, did you ever think that some, if, if it was my husband taking the video of me watching the playoffs, mm-hmm. do you think anybody would say to him, be a decent husband and bath the child yourself? No, they wouldn't. No. Like, because what, the, what if it was, like... The, the expect like, what is considered a good dad is always considered a mediocre mom. Oh, of course. Have the fact that, that he's, the fact that he's bathing her... Is like above and beyond when like, to me that's like bare minimum. Or like the dad brings home takeout and it's like, wow, you're the best, you're the funnest dad in the world. I bring home takeout and I'm like, ooh, you're a mediocre mom because you brought out takeout and you didn't want to cook. Right. Yeah. Like the, the, anyways, that that was just one thing. But what I really wanted to talk about was this expectation. So okay, let me just back up a little bit. <laughs> There's a guy. I don't know if I've ever told you this. There's a guy who's. Can, his entire platform on YouTube mm-hmm. and TikTok is exposing, is what he calls it. Yeah. Exposing. He's first of all, he's a male, which is funny. Oh god! But he's exposing moms for exploiting their children on the internet. Oh, he attacks. Yeah, he attacks Maya Knight all the time because her pl- her whole platform is basically her kids, and he's you're exploiting your children for money, and then it kind of sent people down this rabbit hole of if you have any sort of like content about your children, you're exploiting them for your own fame. You're exploiting them for money. First of all, I make zero dollars off of social media. I get brand deals where I get exchange for product, but I have yet to have a paid brand deal. Right. Um, and so I make zero dollars, so I'm first of all not exploiting her for money. That <laughs> if anything, I'm exploiting her for products. Right. <laughs> like, it literally, it that makes me irate. To but th- it, it's it a, just, it's a male it's funny, it. it's funny that this is this man, this man whose entire platform is mom shaming. <laughs> like, let me see you do anything like a woman. Well, it's like that guy who I heard, and he went kind of viral on, on TikTok recently, where his... The thing that everyone is stitching right now is if I had a girlfriend, which he doesn't, I wouldn't let her have Instagram because that's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, where do you get the right to A, like make rules for your a fictional fucking girlfriend because like you you, don't have you don't have a girlfriend and and that's probably why and i know now why (laughs) um and b why do you get to comment on anything that a woman does herself if she's not harming anybody like i having an instagram even the people in my life that i are very very conservative um 
yeah. minded, they have Instagram. And I can tell, I can probably say for like a 95% fact that they would not agree with that sentiment. It bothers me that more so that it's a man. It's a control thing. It is. It's well, an insecure it's misogynist. Exactly. He's insecure. Exactly. It all comes so back this to guy, his Exactly. So this guy was it's, probably wronged by his mommy. Maybe he was exploited. The, the, that's what I'm saying. The same The same person who's... he's And he's doing it for the good of the children. And I use quotation marks. But you know what? You didn't push them out of your vagina. So you don't get to decide what's good for them. Exactly. If I think that putting my kid on social media is what's good for her, her regardless of what you think... Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying I think it's good for her. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not saying, like, I would die for my kids, so that there's, I'm not going to do anything that's going to put her at risk. Well, and if you're going to go after all of these somewhat low-key creators on He went after my media. friend Alexia, who, like, is the sweetest person on the planet. He went for her throat. Literally. Like, she decided to take her kid off of social media because she was, just wasn't comfortable with it. After this happened? No, before this. Okay. And then, and then she decided, you know what? I, I'm not going to let these people have control of my life. Right. And I'm deciding for myself that I want to share his life on social media. Right. Totally fine, right? Mm-hmm. But then he attacked her for bringing him back and that she could... I don't even know what he said. I didn't pay attention so much. But it, he went for her throat basically saying calling her a terrible mom which is so far from the truth and just literally went after her and it what i want what i want to see him do is is go after some of the larger names in like hollywood that are used that are child actors because child actors they get paid but a lot of their money go will at, at first go to their parents because they're minors and they can't actually make money i mean correct me if i'm wrong but like Ashley Kate and Mary Olsen, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yep. They were there was a whole court battle with their parents about the money that they owe. Like his, their parents actually exploited them and actually took money. But like on the but he wouldn't because the, he's, he's going for the people who right he's exactly because he can control and and he has some massive insecurity and that's what I'm saying. It goes back to him being so fucking insanely insecure. But you know what my toxic like, trait is? My toxic trait is that I want to either make him hurt as much as he's hurting the people that I love or um, to just bring him down a peg and I will put all my effort into like the guy on Facebook the other day <sighs> that I, I went I went a little bit overboard but I mean he eventually shut up so that was great um, it's always men telling it you. is it really is well it's always men commenting on women's bodies do you follow, like the, do you follow that Drew Mm-hmm. Something I don't know like her name. Trufolio or whatever. Yeah, Trufolio or yeah. TikTok. Who like she so she rips them apart. Yeah. She, I, uh, everyone and they always come for her body. They always say, "Well, you whatever you fat bitch." Oh, oh, if that's you if, got me. If that is what if that's all of the the only insult and of all the things that she said that you can go and attack her for, then she's done her job. Exactly, and that's exactly <laughs> what she says. Is she goes, "I know I'm right when you call me fat." Because that's exactly. all you have to come back at me for yep. is my body, and she's like, "That is a okay." Have you seen my boyfriend? He doesn't fucking care. Well, but, like, why is why are women's bodies the most interesting or most important thing when you're... Because it's what society has done up yeah, until this point. exactly. So, anyways, that's that was my issue this week with social media. Because it made me question everything I've done. And I'm like, no, you know what? No. No. I'm not letting this dude who... Like, would you have carried on with having Emery in your videos if this guy hadn't? Or would you have even thought about it? No, no. I mean, maybe the fact that somebody... <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to say it. I don't even care. Somebody in my husband's family made a comment about the fact that I have my daughter on social media. Mm -hmm. And, well, she made a few comments. She made a comment about the fact that my daughter is on social media and that essentially I'm a bad mom for doing that and that I'm catering to her needs way too much when I don't let her cry in her crib. 
Um, I have a lot to say about that. I'm not going to say it right now, but I I just think that older and the older generation. Well, I was going to say, I think that this speaks a lot to the generational conflicts that we have right now. And I think that either we, well, as your generation and, and maybe my younger generation needs to put up a, a boundary that says, yeah, um, you're going to think the way that you're going to think because you were ex- at my at our age you were exposed to many different things and what we you were. were doing then you thought was best right and your grandparents probably thought that you were ruining their your child's life yeah. so it's all relative to the generation slash time frame that we're all in yeah and we're all bad parents because no matter what happens... You're going to fuck your kids. We're going to fuck our kids. My mom always says we always fuck up our kids in a different way than our parents did. And she also said that we're only one step up from a trailer park, which could not be more true mm-hmm. given my current circumstance. <laughs> but it's true. And, like, you can do everything in your life, everything in your power to be what you would consider a perfect parent. Exactly. And there's always going to be something that your kid well, has to go there. Cole said to me the other day, actually it was yesterday, um, I don't even know how it came up, but... We basically got in a little bit of an argument, and he goes, and I, and he said this jokingly, but I took it very personally. He goes, basically, that I gave him all of his issues. <laughs> He's like, well, you fucked me up. And I was like, okay. Well, I mean, it's not true, but, like, I mean, it's not untrue, but everybody does it. Well, I, and I said to him, I'm like, listen, dude, you, I know you're not going to understand this at 13 years old, and that's fine. I'm not expecting you to. But I did everything I knew how to do at the time that I was you, did, you did everything right with what you were done. Hindsight, you were exactly. Dealt. Hindsight, and that's the biggest thing I learned in therapy. And I wish we could talk more about the cards you were dealt because I think right. that that would put it get into context. Yeah. But you really did, like, and I did. I, I will absolutely be the first one to stand up and say I fucked up. There were there were mistakes that I made that yeah, I, I mean, yeah. were like that that didn't need to happen. That was unnecessary. But. But the fact that my my kid was loved, he was clothed, he was sheltered, he was fed, he, he was, was everything. And he, and he was, lived, a, he lived, has lived, and is currently still living. living a fantastic fucking mm-hmm. life. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I know you can say like, what you want about me. Julia. Yeah. Say what you want, but I like yeah, like like I said, there was things that everybody, there were things you could have done better, but there's things that everybody could have done better. And mm-hmm. like I said, Cole was always unconditionally loved. His emotional intelligence is through the roof, mm-hmm. and I think that that means that you're winning. If your kid is emotionally intelligent, I just think that that like yeah. there is there is so many things that kids could be, but like yeah. I don't oh my know, god! Just, no, well, well, he came to me the other day with uh, he wants to start dressing nicer, and Jordan knows all about this, yeah. but um. <laughs> He's, thir- he's 13, he has a girlfriend, it's like... Yeah, and his and so to put in, into this conversation into context, his dad and his stepmom live in downtown Toronto, and his stepmom is a fashion blogger. She always looks freaking fantastic. His dad has always, always had an immaculate fashion sense. I th- I'm pretty sure he, like, now owns a store or something or is in the middle of buying it. Um, very fashion forward. And I have been, like, I'm... So they're, like, downtown Toronto fashion forward. You can picture, and I'm, they, you can picture how they would dress. Absolutely, you know how, yeah. Like, a exactly. And so I, I would say, like, I'm a fashion forward, like, smaller town girl. Yep. Like, I'm not unfashionable. You're a Blundstone wearing like... Right. Canadian girl. That kind of... You're stylish but in a different way. Right. I'm more like comfy stylish. But anyway, regardless of that, I've always dressed Cole so well. And I've always gotten compliments for it. And even in Toronto when I was in... Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, he's always looked good. And then when he hit... and, And anyone who has a kid over the age of four or five will understand that 
you know, there comes a point where a kid's like, I don't want to wear that. They and got their for, independence. Right. And he mm-hmm. doesn't want to wear jeans. He wants to wear comfy pants. And up until about like seven months ago, comfy pants were his only mm-hmm. thing. He, that's all he wanted to wear. And now he wants to wear this sti- these stylish clothes. And I said to him, I'm like, okay, let's go shopping. And I picked out a few things on H&M. And he's like, well, I kind of want my, I'm not going to say her name, but my, like my stepmom to style me. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> my heart just sank. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you, what do you, I'm perfectly capable of styling you. I'm perfectly capable of showing you what, what looks good. I am also a female and I know what looks good on a guy. Um, and I even said this to a stepmom too. I said to her, I'm like, I'm feeling a little like weirded out. Like, I just don't understand why. Like I'm, I'm, I'm," and she said, she gave me a whole explanation and she just said, it's a win for her. Like, let him come to her for that because that's something that she, you know, she's good at. Well, job. I said the same thing. I said, I said, you know what? If if he wants to go to them for that, yeah. give them that. That's right? what I said. Like, and let them have that. I know I, can't, I know I want to be everything to him, but I can't be everything to him. You will, just like, you are. You are still his everything, just because he wants he did, someone else to he style him. He did call you. me back today to tell me that he loves it's me. It's true. It's, <laughs> he, 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 just because he wants someone else to style him doesn't mean his love for you is any I less. Know, I know, I it's know. It's just somewhere, it's just a way for him to connect with them on another level. And, it, and it, I, I, I'm so happy about that, because, it, I mean, A, it's one less thing for me to do. But, anyway, that was what was bothering me. There's lots of other things that were bothering me, but I can't think of anything on the top of my head. Do you have anything else? No, I, did, no, I just wanted to talk about, like, that a little bit more. I just think it's, like... I can't, I guess I can't really say too much without, like, talking too much about the situation. That's tricky. Anyway, we'll move on. It's fine. I just think, I just, I personally just think it's cool that he has such a polar opposite. Like, at first I was like, oh, that might be stressful for Mm -hmm. him. But now I feel like it's just like a super cool opportunity for him to be able to get the best of both yeah. worlds. He gets that, like, stylish, like, city, like... Urban vibe. Like, Justin Bieber vibe mm-hmm. with his dad. Yeah. And then he gets the dirt bikes and the, well, that's, I was and gonna the say, like, campfires it, and the trampolines and all of that it, with you. Right. And I, that's what I wanted to kind of contextualize here was that, I mean, for those who, who those of you who don't know me and my family or Cole personally, his dad lives downtown Toronto. We've already said that. We live in a rural city in Ontario. He has a dirt bike. He has a four-wheeler. He has a ping-pong table outside. He has a trampoline. We have, like, um, you know, land that we can go in, like, snowmo- we have a snowmobile. We can snowmobile on it. Like, and yeah. he, he, has, he has BB guns, and he has uh, paintball guns, and so he has a very you're right like polarizing um versions of parents and but the other day he was bragging to all of his friends and his friends thought this was the coolest thing ever that he Mm -hmm. got to take the go train from kitchener to toronto and as much as he was like it sucks because i have to spend two and a half hours on a go train to other kids who live in that small town they're like whoa Whoa, bro that's so fucking sick and when he's older and able to drive or when their parents let allow it they all can go to toronto and hang out for the day and Renee oh <laughs> whatever fuck it his dad can take him places and then go places and do all of these fun things so I know that uh, my insecurity comes from I just think it's funny we were looking at each other in the eye and you genuinely felt like we were having a conversation right yeah um I, I don't know I just have this, I have uh, ma- major insecurities as a mom with a blended family I a, there are I bet you there are so many people who can relate to that when it comes to, like, co-parenting and step-parents and, and having to, like, 
Yeah. Allow your kid to feel love for another mother figure. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I that. remember. Do you I remember? Now, I, I, I could never relate to you until I had a daughter. And then you're and like, like Fuck. If, if my daughter had to love somebody else, like, I mean, obviously she's not going to love them like she's your mom, but yeah. as a mother figure, no fucking way. Do you remember me no. telling you the story about the first time Cole came home um, from his dad's and told me that he has two mummies? I would have cried. Uh, so we were in the shower because he was young enough for us to still be having like showers together, and um, we were having a good time. And he just came home from his dad's, and he goes, and, and and I think at the time his dad was either like engaged or about to get married, and he's like, "I'm gonna have two mummies," and I when I tell you that I had to exercise every gram of self-control that I've ever had in my life not to cry and not to say anything other than absolutely buddy and that's going to be great I still I'm choking up thinking about it because it 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 took everything inside me to Mm -hmm. not be like no (laughs) you have one mommy and you have a step mommy like but that's not going to do that was not going to do anything good for him Um, and the reality of the situation is he does. He does. He has a, Absolutely. He has a stepmom and he has a mom. And, and the and older he gets, the harder it the harder it gets. I always thought that it would almost get easier because, like, as time goes by, I would get used to the idea of it. But I, the differences between his dad and his and and his stepmom and me and my husband are very like starkly very dif- different. Different, and I'm starting to see that there's a lot of things I absolutely just can't give him that he, they can give him, and that's an insecurity of mine, obviously, because and it's hard to adjust to the fact that yeah, that there's someone else can give him something. Yeah, well, I keep he keeps joking to me or. Whenever we get in arguments, he be like, or I'll say something like, well, you can go live with your dad. And not, like, actually, I'm like, go live with your dad. I'm just saying, it's a jokingly, like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And he always, his response always back to me is, you wouldn't be able to handle that. And I, and then my response back to him is, buddy, I have been, pl- I have been preparing my brain for this since the moment you were born. I, I, I've always known it's a possibility. I think that, okay, but let's be honest. I mean, he, you're preparing I, your brain for it, but you wouldn't be able to handle it. Oh, I'm Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle no. it. No. I, 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 I would 100% just be walking myself into Homewood. I mean, like, I need to be taped to her. Like, straight to bed. Handcuff him to my basement <laughs> stairs so that he can No, well, go. that's the thing. And I'm I not saying I don't like his dad and I don't love his stepmom. I'm just saying, like, I, I, he's just my little man. Right. I can't, and I, he's not even mine. I didn't even push him out. But I, I pretty much, you know, anyways. Well, but I, I mean, realistically, that's probably not going to happen. Because right now it's not feasible that that happens. And he's 13. And by the time he's 16, if he wants to go live with his dad, that means that he has to break off all of the relationships yeah. he has with his friends in high school. And I just don't think that that's happened. I think it's likely to happen after he graduates high school. He wants to go to university or something right. in Toronto. Yeah. I still, it'll be fucking hard. I'm still going to ball my eyes out but you'll ball you'll buy you would ball your eyes out if he was going to like mcmaster you know and he wasn't living with that so I it's mean, gonna be cool and i have this just weird special bond like he him and i if you have ever seen us together or know our dynamic for those of you who have met me and know what do know how we are you know that there's just this like cool single mom still it's like they're almost me. like siblings but julia's well, responsible for his life and i don't <laughs> yeah that's true it's i mean kind of like you no um i mean i don't want to say that I, I i i there was one person i heard one time that says i my i was basically like my son's sibling like we grew up together I don't want to say that because I would I, I would like to say I'm a very mature I was 
relatively mature for 20, the having a baby at the age of 20. Um, but I did do a lot of growing up. Yeah. While I was his mom. We were forced to. Right, exactly. I'm still, obviously, still growing up. Even Valley, too. Like, Jordan and I were just talking about this today, about how I've, you know, as a parent, you just are forced to do all the things that you didn't think that you were gonna, going to be able yeah. to do, like the tired and sleep sleepless nights. And Cole, for me, was, like, literally, like, my compass of... Mm-hmm. No matter what happened to me and what direction I went, it was I always knew that I had to do something and make it better for him or make it a good life for him. So the, those decisions were shaped by him, but they also shaped me at the same time. I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever, or if no, I just does. rambled for three minutes by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. trying to look at my phone to make sure we like there was. I was I thought I had topics screen on my phone, but oh. I, I didn't. And then I got distracted with my TikTok comments, but I'm back. We're here. Perfect. Um, yes, I present. have a little bit of a buzz. I, I definitely have a buzz. <laughs> Brand, my, Brandon, I, I, I had called him when we were up here. I was like, can you bring up two beers, please? And he goes, what's Done. in it for me? I said, a drunk wife who's most likely or more likely to sleep with you. I didn't say that. I said something more vulgar, but we'll save that for you. Oh, this is good. <laughs> she literally just picked up a onesie or a sleeper and was like, oh, this is good. I was clean she laundry didn't, for She her. didn't have any p- clean pajamas. <laughs> so this is what she's going to wear to bed tonight. We have our this shit together, where my guys. life is at right now. This, we just have our shit you. together. No, I absolutely don't. I do want to talk a little bit, though, about what we talked about outside mm. when it comes to, like... Uh, whoa. How do I start this? <laughs> I don't even know how to, like... So, what? Nothing. <laughs> just keep, keep on rolling. Okay. Um, no, we just had this conversation outside today about how, like, you kind of touched on it there, where, like, being a parent forces you to do all the things that you could, that you didn't think you could do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just want to be, this, the point of this podcast was to be real and raw, and this is really making me uncomfortable to have to admit this to, like, a lot of people, but... Um, we were talking about how there was, like, a brief moment after Emery was born, personally for mm-hmm. me, where I was like, what the fuck did I do? And then I, like, oh, instantly yeah. hated myself mm-hmm. for it, because I wanted her so bad, and I fought so hard to get her here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have the hiccups. <laughs> Why would I ever think that I regretted having her and it's not a lover to death and I would never change it for mm-hmm. the world but there was a moment where I realized that all of my independence my free time all of that was, was like, gone poof and I and I think that 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 phase like navigating that phase was like now that I feel I feel like I'm out of it now where I feel like She's a little bit more independent. Mm-hmm. I've kind of figured out my flow as a mom. I know how to get my own time. All of that sort of stuff. I kind of feel like myself again. And I'm 10 months postpartum. But I just feel like that flow was like, what in the fuck? Well, I don't think you, A, I don't think you expected it. And I didn't realize it until I was out of it, I yeah. don't think. Well, I, I, well, and I had related to it. I had said plenty of times. I, I, I don't think I had this thought with Cole because as soon as I got pregnant with Cole, I had just been mentally preparing myself to end my social life, essentially, because I was mm-hmm. 21 and pregnant, and I knew that nothing was going to go the way that I had really thought it was going to go from here on in. So, But after Valley was born, 
I had so much independence. Cole was 12. He literally wanted nothing to do with me. So right, you could go to bed and say... I, and sleep in until 11. I could go to bed at whatever time I wanted to. Or you could go out in. with your friends and Cole could stay at home. Right, exactly. Right? And then having a newborn from there, it was legitimately like starting over like Jordan yeah. did and or... For, like and being a first time mom and I remember thinking to myself like what the fuck did I do like I know I wanted it so badly we all did we both did but there is some sort of like unprepared feeling of what the fuck did I get myself into which is why I never understood the concept of pe- I, I have a lot of friends who have said to me going from zero to one mm-hmm. was harder than one to two yeah I've heard that too because Zero to one, it's like a... Unless it is, it's a 13-year age. Yeah. Right. It was a, It is like a night and day difference. Yeah. From one to two, it's like, wow, you're just adding another one to the exactly. crew. You already got through two and seven place. You already, already lost tired. your independence. <laughs> yeah. You're already tired. You already yeah. get no time to yourself. Yeah. So what's one more? Mm-hmm. Right? And I, that's kind of how I feel now, where, like, I, I don't feel scared. Like, now that I know what happened with Emery, I, I don't feel scared going into this, like, trying to have another baby thing. I'm like, well, I mean, it, it's already there's only one more. Well, and when you're having them so close together, a all of the same fears and and thoughts and everything that you had with Emery are going to still exist with yeah. this new baby. I feel like I do feel like I me and Brennan talked about this yesterday about how I feel like my anxiety might be a little bit less the second time around. Well, do you, you remember how Emery doing. turned her face into the water in PEI? And I, I genuinely, Julia, thought <laughs> oh, she I know. was going to die. I know, I know, because you gave me that anxiety. But that was. <laughs> That was before I was medicated. But, like, okay, let me just paint a picture. This is how bad my anxiety was when Emery was born. So we went to PEI when Emery was three weeks old. And she was laying in the bathtub. We had, like, a towel laid on the bottom. And we had maybe, like, an inch of water in the tub. And we had both babies laid on a towel in the bathtub. And I turned to get the soap from beside me. And Emery turned her face to the side and inhaled some water. And I picked her up, and she was, like, coughing and choking and... Whatever. She was three weeks old. I was in the thick of postpartum. And Jordan comes from a... I had anxiety before I had her. Well, that, and you come from a um, first aid background. An aquatics background. Like, I knew... So, yeah. Okay, so my first thought was she was going to drown. So, secondary drowning is when you, like, when you drowned, like, drown, drown, like, under the water, Mm -hmm. like, you drown and need to be rescued. If you, if you're rescued and you're on dry land, you can essentially, it's called dry drowning now, but, like, you can re suffocate on the water in your lungs yeah. that you've inhaled because you drowned. Right. She was nowhere near that. She, she literally like just choked. Water. She literally just took in some water as a newborn, which is like she chokes on my Very, breast milk still. All so the time. like yeah. like there was anyways, but my brain convinced me that she was going to drown re-drown yeah. that night. And I and I literally did not sleep. I stared at her all night, making sure she wasn't drowning and like thinking back on it i'm like literally the other day she was in the tub and she does this thing called it's like a downward dog she she tripoded in the tub like her face was on the bottom of the tub and then she stood up and looked at me and was like like thought it was funny and like i'm like to think that i thought she was gonna die for getting water in her mouth seems so ridiculous now well no but that's a i think that's like a very common first time mom thing though like I went through that with Cole. I mean, I think I had, like, every tiny little bit of anxiety. I think it's 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 overflowed into, into Valley, but maybe a lot less because I yeah. have experienced that he yeah. did survive, so it's fine. Yeah, no, and so, like, this idea of bringing another baby, I feel like I will get the experience of having a baby that I wanted with mm-hmm. Emery. Well, then you'll be I, able to enjoy those. Right, I, I, I feel like I didn't enjoy her as a newborn because I was 
I was fucking I had postpartum depression postpartum anxiety I had the like I was just in pain my nipples hurt like everything it was just it was bad you handled it really well I did and I was but I was like dying on the inside and nobody knew that except for my husband and I was just crying I cried myself to sleep every night like it was so why the fuck wouldn't you tell me I don't know I was almost like embarrassment like I was like I I shouldn't feel like this I wanted this baby and I and I I knew this I should have known this was gonna happen I I need to just suck it up right and like I my husband saw me at my worst and I think I cried to mom once being like what in the fuck and that's when I really was like okay I need to call my doctor because this if I'm going to my mom I I should not feel like this and so I just feel like I didn't enjoy her as a newborn because I was anxious I was depressed I was all of these things and like now that I have a baby and I've gone through all of it I just feel like I'll be so much more maybe that's why I want a baby so bad because I'll just I want to enjoy that newborn stage well that was like me I I feel like I wished Cole's newborn stage away yeah or it was a blur because I was going through so much o- yeah, so many other, other things in my life and I wanted to do it again and I did and I feel like I've, I've I think I've like fulfilled that need and you can live vicariously through me with my new oh absolutely I can't wait I hope you have a little boy though because then it'll Brandon be like a boy but yeah no I'm just I'm just I'm so like a lot of people are like scared and nervous to have a baby but I'm genuinely so excited because I just feel I feel like I'm gonna be more relaxed yeah I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like I don't add a whole lot of more stress with having a toddler into it but you know what toddlers are my fucking jam that's <laughs> true I love toddlers I cannot wait to draw my toddler off because <laughs> you're gonna be I like love I've got toddler. toddler a lot of people hate camp. toddlers but I feel fucking love toddlers when i was in when i worked in childcare, like when i was in a toddler room that was the best day ever preschool i was like meh infant room was great but like the, the toddler room was like oh my god i love them i Why? love toddlers Why? they're just so like they're so fun and you like preschoolers are fun and they can talk to you and like they're smart and like yeah. but toddlers you you literally watch them develop and they like their language is developing their every skill is developing like you watch them learn new things every day and like they're still cuddly like they're a newborn but yeah. they can communicate with you like a ta- like a preschooler yeah well That's, i like, would say that like valley and I think I've said this every stage she's been in. No, this stage is my favorite. By this far. this stage right now is my favorite. She's like both of them are walking. Valley's not so independently walking, but um, she just the way that she looks at the world, everything is just. But you just watch them like everything yeah. is, is a learning experience. Yeah. They touch something and it's like whoa. Well, like the other day she was just like looking at her hands and like moving them out yeah. and in. Well, Emery like, like was like holding something the other day and she had it in her left hand. This is my right hand, but whatever. <laughs> She had it in my Not left, left hand. Yeah. <laughs> and she was, like, looking at it, like, really inspecting it, and then yeah. opened her hand, and then took her other hand, looked at her hand, and then reached her hand over, <laughs> took it out of her other hand, and, like, looked it's at like, me, like, whoa, like I can do that? Like, for the first time, she realized that two hands can Those come can together. Interact and, and I was like, like, that's my favorite thing about, yeah. even, like, when they're not my kids, I'm like, I get so excited watching them. I remember crying when one of my toddlers went pee in the potty. We had been, like, begging this kid to pee, and he did it, and I literally hit me and my mom, me and his mom cried together because we were so proud of him, and I can't even imagine what it's going to be like with my own damn kid. Oh, anyways, it's not as that's fun. what I was saying. I'm just so excited to have a newborn. If you guys don't know, we're trying to have another baby. We're very limited in our, like, if we don't get it in the next, like, month or so, we yeah, have to stop for a while. <laughs> which is going to be sad, but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I want a like, little The way that the newborn. universe hates me is that it's you're going to accidentally get pregnant and then you're going to have another baby in July so that no, it fucks it's not. with our I'm weddings. really going to try hard not to, but 
I feel like we all know that Brandon has zero self control, so. Um, and I wanted to, though, like, broach the topic of our next episode. Oh, yeah, that's which true. Which could be a talking point for this one, because we need to kind of preface it. Um, so, I mean, we should say this, how excited they, my, so when my mom and her best friend found out we were, and mostly her best friend. Brenda was so excited when she found out we were having a podcast or starting a I podcast. I love Brenda. She was like, "We need, we're coming on your podcast," and I was yeah. like, "Okay." Mom and seems a little more. My mom was like, mm, "I'm not sure." Well, because my mom talks more than we do, and she she tends she to doesn't over... want to say the wrong thing, right? But uh, but they're I mean, so excited to come. Yeah. So like, so That's Brenda, what, hold on. Before you say, my mom and her best friend are coming on the podcast <laughs> next week. We said so it. So they're they're so they're coming Tuesday. We're, It'll be released on Tuesday. No, we're going to release it right away, because that'll be our second episode. This Perfect. is our first one this week. Okay, so... So, um, so Brenda and my mom, her name is Karen. <laughs> she's she is, kind of a Karen. She, she's, yeah, she's kind of a Karen. <laughs> um, so, mom and Brenda have been best friends since I have been, too. And Brenda's daughter and I are thick as thieves. Um, BFFs. If you know, you know. <laughs> uh, and Mom and Brenda, the funny thing about them is that they are literally, like, the same person, but... Um, polar opposites. But <laughs> also very, uh, very polarized, or whatever, yeah. opposite. Um, but they're also married to the same man. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not actually. <laughs> like, Brenda is married to a, 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 a gentleman named Michael. similar to our dad. And then, yeah, my mom is married to Stephen. So, they're very similar. And they've lived apart. So, they, they had a very close friendship uh, when Brenda lived in Ontario up until I was about 12 or 13 and then Brenda and Michael moved to Southern California. My parents stayed in Ontario. Yeah, and they stayed in Ontario. And then since, since then Brenda has lived in like all over Southern California and then Wyoming. She's a, uh, a minister. She's an ordained minister from with the United Church, I think. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. We'll introduce her. But my mom and her have had this like like intense relationship back and forth and back and forth. And now they actually live together, which is, I think, was their ultimate dream. Literally. Like they've always wanted to just own a compound with like both family houses on it and then just have all of our families together all the time. And so now Brenda and Michael, um, because they moved to Canada very suddenly, they just decided to stay with mom and dad. And, uh, it's very interesting, to say the least. Yeah, and we're going to kind of touch on, like, we're going to go into a lot of different things. We're going to, like, touch on topics like how your relationship with your kids change when they have kids. Mm. And your relationship with your grandkids. And, um, like, rocky relationships with your kids. And how like that my, sort of thing changes. Yeah. And like, my mom and I have not ever... I think Jordan and my mom are very different. We, from, we had, like, a pissy relationship when I was a teenager, but that's normal. Right, but my mom and I... I lived with my mom. You guys have always butted heads. Because we're the same person. And you lived with your mom with a baby. Right. And I lived with my mom while I had a child. And my mom tried to then child child me. My mom tried to parent me, but also parent my son while parenting me and my son. Like, if that sounds... Yeah, so we're going like to talk about all of that good stuff. Yeah, so... Which I think will make some for some really juicy content because we might actually get into th- some things that... Yeah, I'm hoping to, like, open my mom up a little bit. My mom is, like, a... <sighs> She is like she's an open book, but she's very closed. She's an oversharer, but I'm not about herself. Right, that's just about to say everyone she, else. <laughs> she'll share everybody else's information, but her own. We'll call her Gossip Girl. And she won't. I'm I'm gonna open her up, and she's gonna talk about some things that is. Julia's uh, laughing because I said I was gonna open my mom up, and that's so funny. <laughs> 
And great. that is a good place to stop. Yeah. So that's today. I hope this episode wasn't too like random for you. And if you like this kind of thing, this yeah. is like our favorite thing to do is just talk. So well, uh, yeah, exactly. Let this us is know. what we do. Like if we if we drive anywhere together, this is what we yeah. do. We just we should do like a car podcast. Well, yeah, I guess we could. And we don't even need the internet to record it. So yeah, we could just do like a driving to it. Oop. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we do a driving to Ikea podcast. And that's what we always do. But anyways, if you like this episode, let us know. Subscribe. Like, share, whatever. Download. Rate. Do all the things. You know. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at mom underscore splained. Or TikTok. We do have TikTok. We don't really post. You can follow yeah. me on TikTok, though. Yeah. Or or me. <laughs> Mostly me. <laughs> or me. <laughs> Sure. Um, yeah. And that's so it. So we will be signing off. Have a have good night. <laughs> have the day you deserve. Have <laughs> if you're a good person, have a good day. If you're a shitty person, have a shitty day. Have a, okay, goodbye. <laughs>